0: going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti-Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. recording shortly after uh, Monday night playoff football. <laughs> Adam, Arizona, they suck, dude. They're just, uh, you know, if you want to talk about the value of a particular player, um, this really bumps up the stock of what a guy like DeAndre Hopkins does for a team
1: yeah I mean he wasn't having a great season he didn't have any 100 yard games but he was someone that found the end zone I think their problems are deeper than that Uh, I just think they kind of played over their head early in the year and they just fell apart down the stretch uh they just were not a good football team um I know they played well on the road this year but you know they had some really disappointing losses down the stretch uh you know they, they they got destroyed by the lions man I mean that was a sign on you know and I'm sure a lot of people were eliminated from survivor pools that week. Uh, That'd be May. Yeah, I mean, they just played terrible down the stretch. Even last week, they had the opportunity to win the division and they couldn't even beat Seattle at home. So there were definitely signs that this team was not very good and certainly not as good as they started this year. But, man, this was just an abysmal performance. I mean, this game was over quickly. I mean once Kyler threw that pick six I don't think anyone felt they were coming back and uh yeah just terrible performance uh there's really nothing positive to say with anything that Arizona did tonight it's not even like the Rams were that impressive either um you know it's not like you look at the Rams offense and I go wow this team's really good i mean Arizona kind of handed it to them you know it wasn't wasn't really any i mean Cooper Cup at 61 yards man like uh you know we're not used to seeing that, so they really didn't need to do much. Uh, they were the this game.
0: They they didn't need to do much, and they scored thirty four points.
1: Yeah, you know? I mean, like
0: they really didn't need to do a whole hell of a lot there. I mean, big chunks of of rushing yardage coming off early in that game. Um, you know, some you know some some minor short passes here, but I you know I I think also the fact that you know you're you're matching up against a, another offense that's. That's not even moving the ball at all like that. Like there's something off with Kyler Murray. I'm not hundred percent what it, sure what it is. I do feel like every once in a while I see him like wince or hold up or something like that. Like I feel like he's afraid to get hit. I mean, listen, I get it. You know, these ginormous defensive linemen coming at you and he's what he's like five foot four. Yeah. So I can understand that, but, you know, you can't, you can't play like that though. I mean, and, and expect to be a, a, a running quarterback and, and, um, you know,
1: and be successful there. But yeah, I mean, I was, he had a, he had a terrible finish to the season. I mean, terrible, terrible. He he hasn't thrown more than two touchdown passes in a game since October 24th. Yeah. I mean, it's just terrible. Um, yeah. I mean. He hasn't had a three hundred yard passing game since the game against the Rams too uh on that Monday night game on the thirteenth so yeah, just a a terrible performance and I'm not surprised I didn't think Arizona was that good uh and the Rams really didn't need to do much in this game, so it just kind of caps a weekend where we just didn't get a lot of competitive games unfortunately
0: no, we didn't really we got i mean it was um you know. Yeah, they were two all competitive
1: yeah, games, too. That's
0: it. Well, yeah, I mean, they were competitive. You, you had Dallas against San Francisco and you had, um, you I know, Cincinnati say. and, and the Raiders. But like Cincinnati was beating up on the Raiders. Mm. Like the Raiders had to like, you know, wage a little bit of a comeback there.
1: Um, yeah, but it was 20 but, to but 13 you never, at like, the half. Really, it, was 20 to it? Thir- it was 20 to 13 at the half and 23, 13 after three quarters. Like that game was always close.
0: Yeah within within 14 points yes.
1: Yeah. It was.
0: You know, but but you never looked I never watched at any point did I watch that Bengals game and sit and think, "Hmm, oh, they could be in trouble here." Even at the end. Even at the end of the game, I was just like, "No, there's just like, Cincinnati has just but been in control least the dramatic, entire time. It was at least dramatic, though.
1: The Raiders had the ball down one possession driving. We can't say that about any of the other games. No, like, that's that the game, thing. Why I mean. not
0: say that about yeah. any of the other games? I mean, even, even Dallas-San Francisco. I don't, I don't mean to bring it up to you, but, I
1: mean, yeah. you know, San Francisco had that game under control. They did, but, you know, it, it was made interesting at least. Yes. Know? Well, more interesting than, say, Buffalo beating the snot out of New England. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that game was over quickly. I mean, it was 27-3 at halftime. and Dude, uh, it was 14 nothing in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And, and Bill Belichick was already hiding under his hoodie. Yeah, I mean, again, the Patriots are not built uh, to come back from deficits right. like that. You know, you don't want to rely on Matt Jones to carry you back in a rookie quarterback in his first playoff game on the road in Buffalo. Just that's not what you want. No, that's definitely not what you want.
0: Ah, uh, um, what did I do? I think I went four and two with my picks for the uh, for the whole thing. because I think I had errors Ari- I had Arizona plus three and a half. i th- I thought they could at least kind of keep it close because, you know, like you were saying, it's not like the Rams have looked that all that impressive. Like Stafford, you know, Stafford has not been all that impressive down the stretch either. There's a guy who's definitely struggled. And if you look at his numbers overall for the season, um, he rates as a bottom five quarterback if you're just looking at first half numbers. So for the Rams to come out and build that lead really early, that was the the absolute necessity for them. But I, I at least thought that, the, that Arizona would keep it close. So I missed on Arizona with the points, and I missed on the Raiders with the points. Everything else, I felt good about. It was, uh, I was almost embarrassed for myself when I actually remembered me saying, man, I'm really worried about the Patriots. And what bill belichick could do against buffalo just scheme wise
1: yeah no i i I just thought the bills were have been the better team you know i felt the second matchup they were gonna win and Mm -hmm. um and then i did i wound up doing a playoff draft on saturday and uh i went bills heavy i have six bills so uh i am obviously rooting for them to go to the super bowl although some of my other picks are already eliminated so it it's an overall contest. So obviously mm-hmm. I can't win now. So I'm just hoping to win my league. So I'll need the bills to reach the Super Bowl, though. If they don't, I'm done. But, uh, I have Allen Singletary Diggs, Gabriel Davis, bills, kicker bills, defense. No,
0: Isaiah McKenzie.
1: No, I don't even think he was drafted, but you know, again, I had the fourth pick took Josh Allen. And then once that's made, I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm going bills heavy. You know, that's, we talked about this last week. That's what you have to do that's yeah that's what I did with the uh with the Bucks. my first
0: three picks were Brady
1: Evans and Gronk yeah no, that's what you have to do and then I tried you know obviously it's hard to stack two teams I think I wound up getting two Bengals two Cowboys two Cardinals so um I don't really have anything on the NFC side it's like you know you can't you can't um you know Stack like Packers on the other side once you get the Bills or the Bucks. I mean, because everyone, someone else is doing that.
0: Yeah. Well, that's see that well, that was my whole thing. That was my strategy. Was I took the top half stack of the um of the Bucks. And then after that, I loaded up on all the back end bills. So it's like Gabriel Davis and Cole Beasley and Isaiah McKenzie, right? Bill's defense. So I grabbed that. So that way, at least you know if I had you know because I had Bucks Bills going to the Super Bowl, um, you know at least those those back end guys would be uh, would be there to to play. But again, like I, if if the Bucks or the Bills lose, I'm done. There's there's no way I'm I'm winning the the contest.
1: Yeah, that's how it goes. It's like a GPP, right? You know, you're shooting for the win. If not, all right, well, it doesn't mean anything.
0: Yeah, nobody gives a shit who finished fourth in their playoff
1: last year. They do not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! So we got some pretty good matchups now coming up. I mean, just from a from a preliminary standpoint. Well, is there? Well, before we get to before we start looking ahead, um, is there anything about what you saw this past weekend that you know surprised you?
1: Um. uh, Not really. I mean, again. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Dallas was so undisciplined because they really have been all year. They've committed a lot of penalties. But I mean, these were just absolutely dumb penalties and mental mistakes, like pre-snap motion. It just shows that they're not prepared and weren't ready. So that was a little surprising. But I knew the Niners were a tough matchup. Once I saw that, I'm like, damn it! I did not want to play them. I would have much rather gotten the Cardinals um so i knew it was going to be tough uh the 49ers were my preseason pick to come out of the nfc so i knew they were good um not i, I mean i was surprised that the i mean nah, the, the the steelers hug in there early on i was like what's going on with the chiefs and they woke up uh but not surprised that they covered easily i mean steelers didn't belong in the playoffs same with the eagles that game was not as close as the final score so nope. um no, nothing. Ma- I mean, I, I I thought the Cardinals might be more competitive. I just can't believe they didn't show up because I, I know the Rams are good, but they're not great. And we've seen them struggle at times this year. So I was, that was probably the biggest surprise. I didn't think this game would be that lopsided. It'd be pretty much over at halftime.
0: Yeah, I, um, it was the Arizona not being competitive enough that uh, stood out to me. And then it was, you know, I, I thought New England's defense might have put up a little bit more of a fight. I think that was uh, the big surprise. But I mean, I've had San Francisco the entire way. Uh, Bucks and Chiefs were like the two easiest picks. I was like, "Yep, yeah, I'll do it. I don't care how many points you yeah, outlay them." Um, so yeah, I guess it was uh, it was that. I mean, because I had I had Cincinnati, w- I had Cincinnati winning, and I had the Rams winning. I just had the underdogs both covering the spread. So. I whiffed on uh, on that, but overall here, and for my playoff league, I have everybody who's like still in it. Like, I don't think I lost a single guy in that playoff league. Which is nice.
1: Which is yeah, nice it's, no, like, it it's is. like
0: that feeling of doing the uh, the the FFPC playoff contest and the one raider you uh, you kept, you uh, you picked up was Dan Carlson.
1: Okay.
0: He's so good. Yeah, no, nah, he's, he's been really good. Yeah, no, I mean it was just like if you're going to have a one and done, if you're going to have a one and done in one of those contests, at least let it be like a guy who puts up strong points at a at a weak position. Yes. Dan Carlson is that man. <laughs> All right, so no surprises here. Let's um let's take a quick commercial break here and uh, and when we come back, let's get some prelim uh early thoughts so stick around adam and i'll be right back after this all right adam are we sweating out any basketball uh props today we're recording on monday which means that your article came out for uh on picks how are we doing over
1: there uh, i went two and two i was two and one and i added a play and it was trey young over two and a half threes and he had two uh so that didn't work out, um, but I I hit a same-game parlay on the Cowboys 49ers yesterday, so I don't do them a lot. <laughs> so today there was like a promo on DK. If you do a Knicks-Hornets same-game parlay, uh, they'll give you a free one for the Brooklyn-Cleveland game. I said, okay, why not? So I did the Knicks-Charlotte one, and the problem with that was LaMelo Ball was ruled out like at a half hour before the game started and I wanted some Terry Rozier props in there and the Hornets props never showed up and I couldn't wait till exactly one o'clock I think I waited till 12:45, 45 50 because I needed to go um, get some coffee and I'm like all right I guess I got to do all Knicks props and I did not cash uh, but I did cash on the Cavaliers nets uh I did uh Kyrie over 21 and a half points. Jared Allen, 14 points or more. He had 14. Jared Allen, nine and a half rebounds over. He had 10. And Darius Garland over 20 and a half points. So I cashed that. So I said, all right, you know what? Let me do a same game parlay for Lakers jazz, which is going on now. <laughs> and uh, that one so far is not going well. Oh, okay. Wait. Oh no. Okay. <sighs> no, Donovan Mitchell's got to wake up. I have him over 25. He has four points. I have Rudy go, <laughs> I have Rudy go I think it's 12 points and 12 boards or something. He's got six and seven and I have LeBron over 25, I think, or 20 something like that. He's got 10. So it's 52, 41. Um, with a late in the first half, so there's still some time. But Mitchell's got to get going, man. Jeez, four points <laughs> Ugh, against the Lakers. Come on, Mitchell, wake up! But he's capable of just feel, you know going on a scoring bid. So I just, I just did it because I had some profits from the last two days and said, ah, why not? Let me throw one more in there. But yeah, it was 12 games on the NBA slate today on MLK Day, and there's only two games on Tuesday.
0: Oh, so you got nothing going on tomorrow? Look at that.
1: Both games nationally televised. Both games uh, nationally televised. It's the Timberwolves and Knicks, and the Warriors and the Pistons. Warriors have been losing a lot lately. I think Curry is expected to play, but they're without Draymond Green. But they're playing Detroit, so they sh- and they're home, so they should win that easily. And Knicks are going to be playing on a back-to-back, but they played in the afternoon today, and they're not traveling; they're home. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure I'll have some sort of like prize picks article to look at over at Fantasy Alarm from in Pemba or Grande on the, uh, on the big whopping two game slate. It's Probably going to be available to, uh,
1: to them. Have you,
0: have you gotten into prize picks
1: at all? No, I should take a look at it. I know those guys have done well. I've seen it and I see those numbers are a little bit lower than the other books. Cause even I got a couple tweets, like when I put out, I put out a prop. Uh, it was Friday night. Christian Wood and De'Aaron Fox. And then someone tweeted me like, "Oh, on Price Picks, it's lower." I'm like, right, "Good value, take it." I mean, obviously, if I'm if I'm playing it at 19 and a half and 22 and a half on a different book, and you're getting lower totals, then obviously I like it.
0: Yeah, I you know, I mean, if I I I think the way that um the way that people are making their money on that is they're just they're having some you know they're just hitting those those two and three game you know those those parlays and um and they, you know it's it's the the donkeys who come in and do like a five leg parlay you know and it's like all right well we're either going to pay out <clears throat> i think it was like if you hit five out of five they'll they'll pay out 10 times they'll double it if you do four out of five and then it's um uh three out of five i don't even know what you get i don't even think you get anything back But, you know, they got people that are just doing that over and over again. They're like, end up like losing
1: two out of their five. Yeah. I mean, again, (laughs) parlays over the long term are not profitable. I try not to do them a lot. um, But the same game parlays are just getting so much attention now. And then you have like Pat McAfee with his parlay special. And then all these different people. I mean, did you see the Pat McAfee one on Fanduel? I did not. So three, it's it was four. It was like, you know, you get a boost. The final one was Scotty Miller over eight and a half receiving yards. He had eight. And That's I think true. sixty-nine thousand people tailed him. And if it would have cashed, FanDuel would have lost 10 million. But apparently they refunded everyone, which makes no sense. But it's amazing. Like these parlays, bro. They just, uh, again, I do them once in a while. I don't do Dude, them. Why every would day. they refund
0: everybody? If he, I, if if it was eight and a half and he only had eight, that's it.
1: I don't One know. They sometimes these books do that for good PR, you know? Uh, because it was McAfee's pick. Probably. Yeah. And it got so much pub and it was like, again, like I think about 69,000 people tailed it. But right. Yeah, they do all these boosts all the time, and then you know you're on social media and you see, oh, look at this 15 team parlay that hit $80 into $60,000. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? You got to be very careful. I mean, look, it's tempting, right? We all want that. It's like, yeah, I'm looking at one now that FanDuel Sportsbook tweeted out. This better turn 50 bucks into 6K with just four legs. Oh yeah, it's that simple. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, people do get sucked in by like, oh my god, really, I can do that, and then they start doing it and doing it and I mean, look at this sucker boost. (laughs) This is what they tweet out. I mean, it's it's like they know. Whenever I see these, I I might immediately red flag. Look how easy this one sounds, right? Arizona super boost. Kyler Murray to record 250 passing yards and one passing touchdown was minus 125. Now it's plus 120. He didn't even come close to that. And that's actually not when you think about it. I know we're looking at the results. It's like, really? 250, one touchdown? Oh, yeah. He should get that easy plus money. Sure. But whenever they do that, I'm like, nah, something ain't right, bro. They know something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, well, see, I, 250 and a touch. I actually, that's not a, i, that's I not have,
1: actually, yeah, that's not a bad one, to be honest.
0: Like, yeah, I, I would have been to... on the under, I would have been on the under on that anyway.
1: Well, no, what it was wasn't I- an under. You couldn't, You that was a boost. So you, oh, 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 I see what you're saying. But like I did, so they had one on DraftKings yesterday. I think it was, uh, what's it, Ross Tucker. Debo Samuel boost plus over plus no, over 28 and a half rushing yards for Debo Samuel plus 100. The max bet was 25. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that and he cast it, <laughs> you know, you're giving me even money for that. Yeah. I'll do that. I don't consider that like a sucker bet. You know, he could have gone under, but I think it's the parlays though, man. And I just see a lot of them now, man, because um, FanDuel now allows you to combine the same game parlays over multiple games so you got people putting in 10 15 legs and then you know once in a while someone's going to cash and it gets tweeted out and then you know just like we went through with dfs years ago oh my god you can win a million dollars and then you see a couple people who did it not realizing like this is not as easy as you think man
0: right yeah no listen i it's it's very fun the 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 course of of the uh of how the it, it's gone when we were when we were first doing like when DFS first came about and we got that rush. And I mean it was like you know from the from a business standpoint too, like there were guys, you know, coming to us, you know, saying stuff like, you know, oh get get on board now before it's too late and you get left out in the cold and blah 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 and you know, and just pushing, and pushing, and pushing, and you know, oh invest in this DFS company, this DFS company. And we, you know, we saw a bunch of them kind of come and go and fall apart and some were criminals and all sorts of shit. So you know, seeing all of that, and now with the betting and and all of that, um it's it's like all of a sudden it was like everything that came out of Thrive Fantasy and prize picks. And it's all parlay, you know, parlay contests that they're doing here. And it's um yeah, it's uh, it's just it's that same cycle of uh of contests and exactly what you're saying, the allure of you know, hitting that million dollars, all it takes is hit that 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 seven leg parlay, and you know, get three hundred thousand. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only it were that easy, Adam. If only yeah. it were that easy. I know. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, Let's not depress me anymore. Uh, quick hitting initial thoughts Cincinnati taking on Tennessee in the AFC. I, can Joe I, Burrow do it again?
1: I think he can. Um, you know, their defensive line suffered some injuries. We'll see if uh, Hendrickson's going to be able to play. I mean, he's been money for them this year, he had a concussion. Um, Tennessee obviously very slow methodical team they should get back Derrick Henry which really helps um yeah I think I think Cincinnati can win Uh, I lean towards Tennessee winning but I I think the Bengals can win this game but they're gonna have to play a lot better I don't I don't think they were great um they're gonna obviously need to get T Higgins more involved it was the Jamar Chase show
0: oh dude that was killing me killing me with T Higgins
1: yeah it was pretty bad um but yeah, I mean, even if um, the Bengals fall behind, I think Burrow is capable of taking them back. So, uh, yeah, I think the Bagels can can pull this off. Should be interesting. Should very very be yeah.
0: All right. Uh, on the other side, Buffalo Kansas City rematch here. Do the Bills roll on?
1: I mean, look, it's uh, it's a tough matchup. I mean, I think this is. Uh, I think you can make a case the winner of this game is the favorite to win the Super Bowl. I mean, this should be the AFC championship. No disrespect to the other teams on the other side, but these look to be the two best teams. Bills already beat them this year in Kansas City, but that was week five. Kansas City was a much different team, um, and and the Chiefs defense has been way better since then. Uh, the, and I think Kansas City turned it over like four times in that game. So anytime you lose the turnover battle, yeah, you're not going to win uh, against a good team um and obviously the chiefs beat them last year in the UFC championship uh but i i i lean towards the bills man um you know their their offense is rolling they they got the running game with devin singletary going now they that's kind of the missing ingredient uh they were just relying on the pass they didn't run the ball but now they have confidence they're running the ball well with singletary and the defense too is playing very well i was a little concerned about the absence of Tredavious white but uh, they've been pretty good so far this year. And, um, I mean, yeah, this is going to be a hell of a game. But uh, I lean towards the Bills. Um, but, I, yeah, I mean, uh, this obviously should be the uh, last game on Sunday, and it is.
0: Yeah, oh, as it should be. As it definitely should be. Um, all right, so that would put uh, Bills squaring up against, well, Tennessee or Cincinnati. I, you know, Bills Cincinnati, I mean, I would give the a major edge to the Bills on that one, but that would be the fun one to watch, right? Burrow versus Allen? Yeah. Much rather see that than Tannehill versus Allen. Unless, you know, it's Derrick Henry back and he's running against the Bills. Oh, God. Oh, did you ever think of that? Oh, man. That would bum me out. You'd be okay with that, Tennessee going to the Super Bowl? Because... Derrick Henry comes back finally and runs all
1: over the Bills? Um, I mean, I, I know people dislike Tennessee, see them as boring. I'm okay with them. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, Burrow would be more exciting with that offense and chase and Higgins and seeing a young quarterback get that opportunity in an AFC championship uh, it would be more fun. <laughs> I
0: think it would definitely be more fun. Um, All right. On the other side now, Rams. Bucks. Rams beat the uh, the Cardinals, thirty four to eleven. Yeah. Rams. Bucks. Tom Brady. Matt Stafford. First playoff win tonight versus thirty fifth playoff win the other day.
1: Yeah, I think the Bucks are a little vulnerable because they don't have all their weapons, but. I'm going to still take them here in this. I just don't trust the Rams on the road. Uh, Stafford, I know, didn't throw an interception tonight, but he didn't need to force anything. Uh, So, I mean, I think they do have the defensive line and the pass rush to get after Brady, and that's the key, right? You just got to make Brady uncomfortable. Um, And and they did have a couple injuries on the offensive line with uh, uh, – Worfs. Yeah, so – that's something to keep an eye on because that could be a problem. We did see it being a problem late in that game. So I think that's why you see the line at three right now, um, three, three and a half. Um, but, yeah, worse is definitely something that uh, could be an issue for them if he's out. Um, we saw the Eagles were able to get some pressure on him, and the Rams certainly have that good defensive line. I, I lean towards the Bucs, though.
0: I lean towards the Bucs as well. I, I think. I think it's important. I think – to get Leonard
1: Fournette possibly back. Yeah, like we'll the, see. I mean,
0: right? They didn't activate him on Saturday, which was the deadline for playing this week. But I mean, do they have till Saturday again? Because I just, I you know, I have a hard time seeing them. You know, relying on Giovanni Bernard and uh, and, and, and 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 Keyshawn Vaughn. Vaughn. You know, I just I, I think they they work better. Knowing that the, uh, the, you know, no Godwin, no Brown, I think having that much more reliable bulldog back is, is you know, just suits them better and would give
1: them a better shot there with, uh, with up, up against the Rams. Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, it's more I kind of, I don't have a lot of faith Rams going on the road and winning this game, but, and especially the Bucks defense too, they got healthier. Um, I think that could be the difference is the Buccaneers defense.
0: All right. And then on the other side, Green Bay hosting San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I think this is probably the one matchup that Green Bay didn't want to see. Um, If they uh, San Francisco is a very physical team, they can pose your will. Um, Now we'll see if Bosa is able to play. I know Mm -hmm. Warner said he's good to go, but we'll see. You know, that ankle swells up then could be a problem. Um, Obviously. You know, Rodgers at home in the playoffs has kind of just been money. Although, again, they've lost some, you know, four with their last four NFC championships. I know this is not an NFC championship, um, but, yeah, this is a a tough matchup. I think the Niners match up pretty well here. I know Green Bay is going to get some players back on the defensive side. I guess the key you worry about is, um, you know, the secondary is the weakness for San Fran, and obviously Rodgers can exploit that. Uh, and I think Adams has had some big games against them as well in the past. Uh, and Garoppolo, you know, we saw he w- he was shaky yesterday. I mean, he had a, missed a couple throws, uh, that could have sealed the game a little bit earlier. Miss Brandon, IU you wide open on the sideline? You know, how bad is that finger? He also hurt his shoulder in the game so, and, you know, traveling uh to real cold weather, uh another road game for them. They've had quite a few road games lately. It feels like they've right. been on a road for like a month. Um so I mean Greenby getting the extra rest is key. Um but yeah I, I I do think the Niners can win this game. You know, they're I think they're playing very well right now. They're balanced, but uh yeah, because I think Jair Alexander and Zadarius Smith could be back for them, but they haven't played all year. Um uh Bakhtiari should be back. Um, I mean, he was played briefly in the last week, so, um, I, I might lean the 49ers with the points. I, I don't trust green Bay's defense. That's the key. Um, well, yeah, if you can build a strong ground game against them, absolutely. Yeah. But then you're like, okay, you know, how is Jimmy G's finger? You know, is that the reason why some of those passes were erratic? You know? Yeah. But I will say this, I mean, at least, I mean, and judging by the spread, I mean, they're expecting real competitive games this weekend. And we need it after this weekend. We need <laughs> three, three of these four better be tight games coming in the fourth quarter.
0: Um, it would be nice. It would definitely be nice. Although, you know, I mean, sit there from from like my perspective to sit there and watch the the Patriots just get beaten up so badly. And then, you know, uh, again, you know, no offense personally to you. You can blame Jim Bowden for it. But, you know, I watching the Cowboys lose made me feel pretty good about it.
1: Well, I um, mean, there's a lot of Cowboys haters out there. So, you know, I yeah. got I got texts from two people who I haven't heard from in a long time yesterday. Gee, I wonder why.
0: Oh, see, yeah, that's you know, we were we were talking about that on the show today. Me and Jim, just the fact that I, I text. He and I texted during the um during the Tampa game. But once the Dallas game started, I, I have a no text policy. I'm not going to go back and forth while you're sitting there trying to watch the games. And if you lose, the last thing I'm going to do is like want to like, you know, rub it in. Like, I mean, I, I can hate on the on, on Dallas and I can, you know, whenever I can wait until the show or I can wait until this, you know, recording and, and kind of, you know, laugh about it there. But I, to, I, I don't want to be that guy who sends that text. That's that's not a good guy. It's not a fun guy. It's a guy you make fun of. It's a guy you don't really invite around with you too much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Like, he's in your league, and you tolerate him because, you know, you needed that 12th guy, and there he was. Uh, And, uh, you know, you're like, okay, fine. But you you don't want to hang out with him. I think every league's got at least one of those.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe more. (laughs)
0: Are you that person?
1: No. That's what
0: Adam and I want to know. Are you that guy? Like, if you can't spot that guy in your league, then you are that guy. Really, what it comes down to. Really, what it comes down to. Um, all right. Well, we got a whole week to jump in and have all sorts of fun with all of this stuff. So, um, it was a uh, it was a, a nice little wild card weekend. We're hoping for more competitive games next week. Adam and I will break down. Uh, More NBA betting this week. We'll do some breaking down of football again this week. All sorts of stuff here going on. And uh, that'll do it for us here today. Thanks for liking and subscribing. So, Adam, you have a good night, brother. You too, man. All right. Peace out, everybody. I'm Howard. He's Adam. Catch you next time.